This edition of Radio Stone Update is sponsored by Quantra, manufacturers of quartz surfaces made with up-to-the-minute Italian technology in yet another brand-new state-of-the-art factory. Learn more at www.quantra.in. Hi, I'm Kay Shipper with the latest from Radio Stone Update. The latest financial report out of Israel for Caesar Stone Limited shows a distinctly mixed picture for 2021 revenues, although nothing out of the ordinary considering the pandemic. On the plus side, the company reported double-digit growth in the fourth quarter and for full-year 2021, fueled mainly by U.S. sales. On the downside, other financial considerations led to a net fourth-quarter 2021 loss for the company and a suspension of the common stock dividend. Caesar Stone CEO Yuval Dagum says the record growth in revenue reflects increasing demand for the company's countertops globally. Says Dagum, quote, We have a clear path forward into the next stage of our growth journey and are excited to introduce today a long-term financial goal for 2025, which includes revenue growing to $1 billion, end quote. Over the fourth quarter of last year, the United States proved to be Caesar Stone's largest market, with sales of $77.6 million from the U.S., which accounted for 45.3% of the company's global revenues. The final three months of 2021 represented the second-largest quarterly revenue for U.S. operations. The company had $79 million in U.S. sales in last year's third quarter. The gain in U.S. revenues was attributed to growth of sales at Home Depot's nationwide and a 50% quarter-on-quarter gain in IKEA in-store sales. Early last year, Caesar Stone also acquired Omicron Granite and Tile, and its 17 locations in the Southeast and Midwest also boosted company revenues. However, the company's fourth quarter operating income of $3.3 million was offset by financial expenses of $7.4 million. After other adjustments, Caesar Stone's resulting net loss of $3.3 million, or $0.11 cents per share, meant it won't be paying a quarterly dividend. Overall, the company showed $643.8 million in worldwide revenue in 2021, leading to a net income of $18.9 million. Looking into his crystal ball, Dagum expressed confidence in the company's future, citing the rollout of its CS Connect online platform and improved efficiencies at its Richmond Hill, Georgia plant. The company is experiencing increased costs, particularly in polyester binding material, although it raised its prices effective January 1st. For 2022, Caesar Stone is projecting worldwide revenues between $710 and $725 million. Restoration Stonework on Wyoming's state capitol drew the approval of judges, topping the list of honorees in the 2021 Pinnacle Awards of Excellence from the Natural Stone Institute. Wiss Janney Elsner Associates of Northbrook, Illinois, won the Grand Pinnacle Award for its work on the seat of Wyoming state government. The capital is a national historic landmark, and the project was also recognized as one of the Pinnacle winners in the restoration-renovation category. The structure was built in stages, completed in 1888, 1890, and 1917. 
Since then, the building's Wyoming and Colorado sandstone suffered damage due to water exposure, weathering, and incorrect previous repairs. A challenge of the project was balancing the necessary stone repairs to address life safety and long-term performance while preserving the original stone and providing an acceptable appearance within an established budget. To accomplish this, the effort included accessing the original stone quarries to select new slabs. Stone Dutchman repairs were then shop-fabricated and hand-carved and blended by stonemasons in the field. Approximately 1,135 units were fabricated for the project. A total of 15 projects were recognized with Pinnacle Awards during the Tice Show earlier this month in Las Vegas. A full report on the winners will be included in the March-April 2022 issue of Stone Update magazine. Sponsors of the awards include Marmomac, Mape, Grand Quartz, and Cold Spring. This edition of Radio Stone Update is sponsored by Quantra, manufacturers of the world's toughest, most beautiful quartz surfaces made with up-to-the-minute Italian technology in yet another brand new state-of-the-art factory. Quantra's quartz surfaces come in over 80 stunning designs in three sizes with every customization possible. Choice of thickness, cut edge profiles, polished, super horn, brushed, and other finishes from slabs to cut to size countertops and all the way to prefabs. You name it, Quantra does it. And now, Quantra launches the world's first range of seamless, one piece molded quartz sinks and basins made with Quantra's own exclusive proprietary technology, unique in all the world. Speed, quality, commitment, that's Quantra. To know more about the world of Quantra, come visit www.quantra.in. The Rockheads Group has named Rich Katzman as its new executive director. Katzman took the reins of the Cleveland-based Fabricator Network February 1st. Katzman previously served as president of Laser Products. He was also the founder and CEO of Stone Services Group. He said his plan is to immediately focus on reaching out to all members and vendors during a time in which he anticipates the group will see rapid growth. John Kaplan, a Rockheads Group owner-director, says he's confident Katzman is the perfect executive to lead the Rockheads into the next phase of its strategic plan by aggressively adding new members to leverage its buying power while simultaneously directing more revenue to its supplier partners. The group continues to leverage its members' combined buying power of more than $1 billion and the industry's most comprehensive benchmarking process. This is Emerson Schwarzkopf. 2021 ended on a high note with U.S. hard surface imports, with the $469.1 million in December showing a 21.3% increase from the same time in 2020, and a leap of almost 50% from December two years ago. Quartz slabs maintained the prime position in U.S. hard surface imports, with 18.1 million square feet received in December, outpacing the same time in 2020 by 30.4%. But, in comparison to November 2021, shipments only went up by a mere 0.3%.
and the tunnels actually went down from major U.S. suppliers like India, Spain, and Turkey. Is this the first sign of the dreaded slowdown? Uh, that's a tough call, given that demand and shipments always slack off between December and February. We'll know more about the queasy quarter next month when January data is available. Another company that's shown some success over the years is Dallas-based Daltile Corporation, which is celebrating its 75th anniversary in 2022. Over the years, the company has grown from operating out of a small Quonset hut in Dallas to a seat on the New York Stock Exchange and more than 300 company-owned sales service centers, stone slab yards and design studios, as well as through independent distributors and leading home centers. Founded in 1947 by Robert Brittingham as the Dallas Ceramic Company, the operation grew by manufacturing tile while acquiring companies such as Keystone Ridgeway in 1980 and American Olean Tile in 1995. It changed its name to Dal Tile in 1980. The company moved into the natural stone market with its first tile and stone gallery in Dallas in 1999. The company went public on the NYSE in 1996. Flooring giant Mohawk Industries acquired Dal Tile in 2002 in a deal at the time valued at $1.8 billion. Three years ago, Dal Tile moved into the domestic production of quartz surfaces at its Dixon, Tennessee plant. Today, it's the largest tile and countertop company in the world and manufactures everything from one-inch mosaic tiles to 11-foot-tall quartz slabs. Matt Kinney, Dal Tile president, said, quote, While so much has changed, we are proud to say the fundamental values that made Dal Tile great over the years have remained. Chief among these values is the spirit of our people, the loyalty, passion, and commitment they have for Dal Tile, our customers, and each other. End quote. In other industry news, A truck loaded with heavy granite slabs traveled all the way from Nebraska to the Tacoma, Washington area before succumbing to an accident February 12th. The semi-truck was forced to slam on its brakes when a car in front of it suddenly slowed down. The two stacks of granite slabs on the truck bed broke through their restraining straps and momentum carried them into the truck's tractor. Fortunately, the driver of the semi wasn't injured. State patrol officers investigating the accident said the slabs had been properly secured for the size and weight of the load. However, the truck had to be towed from the scene and traffic was reduced to one northbound lane for more than four hours. Ladacrete has elected Jerry Perkins as the newest member of its board of directors. Perkins is formally the president of Hensel North and South America. He also led the company's Global General Industry Adhesive Business Unit. Lady Creek Chairman David A. Rothberg described Perkins as coming to his new position with a wealth of strategic experience, growing premium value, branded product businesses, and accelerating operational efficiency in global scale businesses using differentiated channels of distribution and digital platforms. Remember, for a monthly report on all the latest industry import data, turn to Hard Surface Report at www.hardsurfacereport.com. Our online newsletter, Slab and Sheet, appears on alternate Wednesdays. For notes and a full transcript of this podcast, go to www.radiostoneupdate.com. 
For Radio Stone Update, I'm Kay Shipper, and we'll see you here again soon. This edition of Radio Stone Update has been sponsored by Quantra, manufacturers of quartz surfaces made with up-to-the-minute Italian technology and yet another brand-new state-of-the-art factory. Learn more at www.quantra.in.